Good Friday morning, November 1st, the day after Halloween. This is Christy Dillaway with Rudy Tesno, and it is uh, the morning mix, the day after Halloween edition, All but Souls day, day. After in beautiful paradise, I mean Park City, Utah. Good morning, Christy. How are you this morning? I'm I'm a little slower than I, maybe every other Friday. I think I may have seen you on the uh, website on Main Street there last I didn't night, make probably. it to Main Street. Oh, you didn't? Oh, no. Okay. Well, there were sure were a lot of other people there. I know that uh, Brooke's probably there. Brooke is in the studio with us this morning. Hi, how's it going? Good. Brooke McIntosh is our musical guest in the studio throughout today's show. She'll be playing several times during the hour. Also on today's show, we're going to talk to um, comedian Ross Bennett. He's here in the studio with us. Uh, He's performing at Egyptian Theater this weekend, tonight and tomorrow, with Jody Miller. um, Two shows. And um, hopefully we're going to have a call in from someone from the RAM Wilderness Circuit Finals Rodeo, which is happening at Wasatch County Event Center. Uh, Started yesterday, and it continues today and tomorrow. And I don't know if you call it the Ram Wilderness or it's the RAM. They're all capital letters. So the forgive Ram me if I said it wrong. Like, or like Dodge <laughs> Ram, the Ram truck. That's what's sponsoring the uh, rodeo. Was this? There. I didn't so read the sponsor it. logos. Okay, good. Yeah. Now we know how to say it. There you go. So we got all that on today's show. Of course, we'll do um, a long rundown of weekend events at the bottom of the hour. And um, that's today's morning mix. But before we go to underwriters... Did you dress in a costume for Halloween? Well, of course. I dressed up as a rodeo cowboy. Did you? answered the door with my cowboy hat and my boots and everything, and and I tried not to scare anybody too bad. Well, that's not very scary. But, well, it's not. But... uh, but we did dig out some uh, some, some old pictures from uh, some from uh, a past year. Halloween's where, past. Yes, Halloween's past, and I'll have to show you offline here. But uh, we, we we dressed up as Frankenstein and the Bride of Frankenstein, and so I got texts from family members saying, "Hey, do you still have pictures of that?" You know, and and it's like, I'm I'm uh, standing really? on these. So I'm I'm six <laughs> foot two anyway, and and we had these four by fours that I strapped to the bottom of my boots. So I was like six uh. nine or something like that, and and it was. Uh, I guess that's not good math in public. But anyway, um, so anyway, it, it was... I showed a photo last costume. night of um, uh, sixth grade, my costume. I was Big Bird. And um, I used to be in a... I, in Connecticut, I went to a dance school that um, we all did ballroom dancing. Um, sixth and seventh grade, or fifth and sixth grade. In a Big Bird and, costume? And, <laughs> and at Halloween, there was a costume contest. And so I came up with the idea to be Big Bird and... Um, it was chicken wire, and then you took. Um, my mom was like, "Oh yeah, we used to make floats this way in college. You take napkins and you unfold them, and then you like kind of fluff them, and then you staple them around the link of the chicken wire." Sure. So I feather fluffed this whole chicken wire costume and had a football helmet that I made into the. He- anyway, I won. I won a dollar. Oh. I was very proud oh, of hey. that dollar yeah, that I won. That probably, <laughs> was that the first contest that you'd ever won ever? I think that got me hooked on Halloween costuming well, for sure. But uh, well, yeah. just as a little side note, my mom used to call me Big Bird. That was her nickname oh, for me because yeah, I'm kind of tall and gangly, and that's go. in Sesame Street was coming out around the time I was a kid. Well, actually, it had been out for a while, but but you know, yeah, she just she called me Big Bird from that point on. So well, you maybe go. you could borrow that costume. Well, that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening mix. to the morning mix on KPCW. Christy and Rudy will be right back. 
KPCW listeners get their news from everywhere. National headlines from NPR, international news from BBC, but then we also drive it home right here to Summit and Wasatch Counties. No news desert here. KPCW reporters are at city and county council meetings, planning commission meetings, school board meetings, you name it, they're there, and you hear it here on KPCW. Help us stay on the air. Give to KPCW during Live PC, Give PC. Support for KPCW comes from the Wasatch Brew Pub, open for lunch and dinner, and offering weekend brunch with traditional menu items like pub steak and eggs and eggs Benedict. Brewery tours available. Wasatch Brew Pub. We drink our share and sell the rest. Wasatchbeers.com. And we're back. This is the Morning Mix on KPCW with Christy and Rudy, and uh, I'd like to introduce our first guest. Uh, she's in the studio with us this morning, Brooke McIntosh. She was, has been nominated for Artist of the Year, Josie Music Awards in Nashville in 2017. She was nominated for Best Local Artist, the Indie Ogden Awards in 2015. She's uh, got a Best Pop Album nomination, San Diego Music Awards for Sea Home McIntosh Monarchs in 2011. In the studio with us this morning, Brooke McIntosh. Good morning, Brooke. Good morning, Rudy. Thank you for having me. So happy to have you with us this morning, and so you, uh, we're delighted to have you because uh, we're going to actually get to hear some of your music this morning, I think, right? Yes. Excellent. I'd love to play something for you. So what are we going to hear from you this morning? I think the very first song that I'm thinking of, because I woke up on time and got here on time, is Lucky Day. Lucky we all day. need to be um, congratulated for that. <laughs> right? I think we all deserve an award <laughs> of some sort. So um, I've been fighting a little bit of a cold, but um, hopefully the voice will come through and the song will too. So this is called Lucky Day. It was uh, inspired by a seven-legged spider. Great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> To love's energies, frequency. I've seen an angel, and it tells me what I should do. Oh, is it just mother's wish, the seed from which we grow? I can feel the power I've been born, born to use Cause everything is talking Everything's amuse I can feel the power, baby The verse in I knew
Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much, Brooke. That was wonderful. Underrated. You're listening to The Morning Mix. That was Brooke McIntosh and Christy and Rudy. We'll be back in just a moment. On Halloween, you bring joy to our kids and to the candy makers. But the next two nights, the Egyptian Theater will put a smile on your faces. Two of the funniest comedians are coming to town. Los Angeles' Jody Miller was a huge hit on America's Got Talent. And New York's Ross Bennett's TV appearances are too many to count, including the David Letterman Show. Come on out and laugh at these two hilarious pros. The laughs will give you an ab workout that will make up for the candy you steal from your kids. So go to ParkCityShows.com to get tickets or call 855-745-SHOW. The Egyptian Theater is a not-for-profit organization and a KPCW Lower Back supporter. AJW, KPCW, Park City Main Street Music Crawl coming up. Can you name all five venues? And I don't expect you to know all ten bands, but hey, five out of ten wouldn't be bad. Oh, let me think about this. OP Rockwell, Spur, Crystal Park Cantina, Cabin, Flanagan's, Five Bands, Breakfast Club, Nick and Palmer, Rose and Thorn, Rage Against the Supremes, Rick Gerber you and the got it. $35 or free to Broadcaster Club members. Tickets at kpcw.org. You feel like dancing? Jump back! And welcome back. You're listening to The Morning Mix on KPCW with Christy and Rudy. And we'll take a quick look at the weather before we get back into our program here. We're looking at 15 degrees right now in Old Town Park City. Headed for a high of 42 today. We're in a, a warming trend now, believe it or not. And uh, starting with Halloween night, which didn't seem that warm, but it was the beginning of our warming trend. We're headed for 42 today for the high in Park City. And then tomorrow, Saturday, we're looking at 46 for the high and gradually getting warmer and warmer. Sunday and Monday, we're looking at about 49 sunny skies in the forecast uh, for the next several days and on into next week. Right now, the Heber Valley is showing 14 degrees out at the Heber Valley Airport, headed for a high of 49 today. And the mid-50s for Saturday and Sunday and then on into the uh, mid to upper 50s uh, into the beginning of next week as well. So are you excited about the warmer weather, Christy? Uh, you know, but yes, of course, but it, it is, winter is coming, you know, well, <laughs> there's yeah. only so much but we can believe getting, is We got a little taste of it and now we got to get to 
I yeah. honestly tune out when you read the weather. I mean, I, I just when anyone talks about the weather, I just feel like, um, yeah, maybe that's how yeah. I feel about the weather. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> that so, might happen. Okay, yeah. <laughs> whatever. So, hey, um, our, we're joined in the studio by our next guest, comedian Ross Bennett. He is performing tonight and tomorrow night at the Egyptian Theater along with Jody Miller, two headliner comedians, and they do like their their set. And they alternate who comes on first each night. It's always a fun night on Main Street. Welcome to the studio, Ross. Hello. Now, I was just listening. It's everybody in Utah. It's like they're in Game of Thrones. Winter's coming. Because everybody's always winter's coming. That's all I know about winter's Game of Thrones. Winter's coming. Pretty much that. <laughs> Good observation. But don't you have that in upstate New York too? The um, it's not the same. Okay. You know, it's a, it, I mean, it occasionally is there. Okay, but it's uh, uh, it's not the same as here. I've been to upstate New York in the wintertime. All I know is when, when I booked my flight to come here, my knuckles started to ache. <laughs> well, maybe that was the pressure changes in the yeah. airplane. I don't know. <laughs> so um, tell us about your – I'm going to say, people can't see you, but I'm going to say i got to think that your, your rubbery-ish face, <laughs> that there's a lot of uh, physical facial comedy to your act. Well, I mean, I hope I didn't just step out of line. No, you, <laughs> it's, I've had it. I'm out of here. The, um, you know, I never think about it. Though. I'll do my shows, and people will always they'll, they'll talk about you know, you, oh, your face is that blah blah blah. They'll, they'll always comment on my face and everything, and, and my expressiveness, and I never think about it. It's like it's not one of those things that you know. You think about it. It's the thing we notice the most about other people is their face. And yet, it's the thing we never see on ourselves the same way that other people see it. Yeah, it's horrifying Like when you see a photo that you weren't posing for. Oh. And you're like, oh my God, is that an angle that people see all the time? Because I never see that angle. I saw, um, uh, what do you call it, um, headshot. The, the, when you take headshots, it's like 100 pictures, okay? Pick it back in the days when they had film. Hundreds of pictures. And like I have to take hundreds of pictures to find one that looks decent. <laughs> oh, I me saw too. I saw somebody's head the the the, the raw headshots of Willem Dafoe, uh -huh. the actor Willem Dafoe. Every one of them, no matter what angle, no matter where, if every single one of them could have been used. They were all beautiful. It's like the, there's some people out there whose faces are just meant to be photographed. Mine is meant to be listened to. <laughs> Well, there's a reason why I'm on the radio and not on television. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> so, all right. So I saw a clip um, online of um, you were at, uh, in Provo, it's called Dry Bar. At, at Dry Bar Comedy, yeah. And it looked like a lot of people there. I, I'm just starting to hear about this club. And the, well, the thing is, it's been, uh, Dry Bar Comedy has been around for like five or six years. And it's, you know, it's, it's a, a website, besides having a, a physical location, it's also a website that has hundred, maybe I think they maybe fifty or sixty comics have done. Basically, it's the Netflix for clean comedy. Yeah. Okay, and they bring in ten, fifteen every year, and they do them, and then they post them on the internet, and uh, uh, people can buy them. Okay, so it's it's a tremendous, tremendous place, and uh, you're probably two, three hundred people. It's, it's set up perfectly. I did Letterman. Letterman's theater was set up perfectly for live performance, okay? And their place there set up perfectly for live performance. It's like it's, it's, it's meant for that. What is it about that place that makes it perfect? Yeah, what's the perfect setup? 
at, at, in, uh, at, at Dry Bar? Yeah, like what, what's the or thing Letterman. that made it Well, perfect. the main thing is, is there's nothing that, when you're, when you're talking about, when, they, uh, when they're making a video of it, there's no cameras that are getting in the way mm. between you and the audience. Perfect. Okay, I mean, it, when you think about what, what, what uh, the environment of what makes comedy work at its best is, is you want to get rid of as much as you can between you and the audience. Okay, you want to do as much as you can to make it so they're comfortable and they can forget where they are and they can go into their world. So I want to be in the light. They want to be in the dark. They got to hear me really well. And you don't want things around. You know, I guess on the old Tonight Show with Johnny Carson and everything, there's always big cameras, mm -hmm. and, you know, between the audience and the performer. Letterman, they had it all on the back walls. Okay, you couldn't, you couldn't even see the cameras where the, when, the, when you were performing. And uh, the same thing at Dry Bar. Wow. Everything is just off and away so nothing gets between the audience and and plus they're just they're primed they love it huh. so you grew up in upstate new york and and the finger lakes region and and uh, a land of rolling hills and beautiful farmlands and cute little farms and and uh little towns and and uh, uh how how in that environment did you get your start in comedy? You must make a lot of trips into the city because there's probably a lot no, more to make fun off, of there, huh? You know, um, I'm, I'm always uh, I always have difficulty with the term upstate. Okay. Because for for people in the, you know for them that's you can go to to Westchester, you know, ten miles north of New York City, and they think that's upstate. You know, <laughs> they think that's, I have a joke, Mac. That I, you know, if they can't get to where you're born in the subway, you're a farmer. Okay. Um, well. I'm actually in western New York, the western tip, probably about 250 miles west of New York City. Um, when you go back to like colonial times, early times in the that was it. When they used to say they're going out west, that was okay, west. That was out west. That was the wilderness. Uh huh. Um, so, but I mean, growing up there, you have television, you know, and and, and now when I grew up, it was really before you know the cable explosion and everything. So you only saw a couple of three channels, but stand-up comedy was part of it. And, you know, you saw this dozen or so people. You saw these comedy shows, and something inside you just starts to get going. Right. You know? So that's, what draw, that's what drew me to it. So I saw in your bio, too, that you uh, you spent some time at West Point, the military academy, and, and uh, just uh, just wondering, uh, did you get any uh, material from, from going there? I mean, I, I'll, I'll just tell you, I, I went to the Air Force Academy, and I could tell you that there was plenty of material to be had in a comedy show from that place. But did, uh, Now, did you manage to graduate? I, I did, yeah. Uh, let me ask, what class? 84. My um, brother-in-law was an Air Force Academy graduate. Okay. I would have been part of the class of 79, all right. If I had stayed at, at the academy, um, but I uh, I told the story uh, yesterday. I, I went in '75, the summer '75, as a plebe. Of course, you don't get to leave or do anything until Christmas. Right. And what happened between when I went there and, and Christmas was Saturday Night Live started. So I knew nothing about it. I knew nothing about Steve Martin. <laughs> I knew nothing about any of that stuff. I go home on Christmas break and I turn on the TV and I see this stuff, and I think all of a sudden it's like I just feel this. It's like, it's like somebody's grabbing me by the lapels and dragging me there because it's like there was just, these are people, they're almost, they're, they're a couple of years older than I am. Right. And they're having the greatest time in the world. It's like, I got to somehow, I got to be a part I'm of still this. waiting for that moment in my life where something is like, I've got to do that. I'm glad <laughs> you got yours early. <laughs> the, uh, uh, I, I've been very fortunate. You know, I, I, I found something that I love. I, I found, I was, I was despondent enough as a human being that when something came into my life 
that I enjoyed. It was so obvious. <laughs> Some people are happy all the time. How do they figure out what they want to do? You know what I mean? They're, 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 they're oh, happy no so I've got to find do. my despondency. That's right. And then change will come. You've, you got you need a time yeah. machine. You got to go back. Uh, you got to go. It's back. not too late. I could still do you've it. You've got to find. Uh, uh, I'm going to find some despondency. You've got to find parents who are disheartening. And, uh, and not oh, encouraging. I've got a list. You got to get disheartening, despondence. Yeah. A lot okay. of deeds. Yeah. So I don't know, were, Ross. I think you found your niche. So, um, <laughs> uh, but at the academy, um, as a plebe, there was there was a cadet acting troupe, and they, and they they did shows there. And there was a guy there. His name was Randy Rogel, and he was a he was a firsty, a, 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 a first class senior yeah, when senior. I was a, a, a freshman, uh, a plebe. And he was he was f- remarkable. He wrote, he directed, he did all this. It ended up he had been in, uh, he was an a- he was an equity member from when he was a child out in San Diego and everything. Fast forward, you know, uh, twenty years, I was watching Animaniacs, and his name pops up. All those songs in Animaniacs, like on the countries, the uh, the cities. I don't know the, what Animaniacs. Oh, is. it's one of the great. It's a, it's a great. Great uh, children's television show that adults can can watch from the '80s. It was produced by Spielberg. Must have been on cable. And, we um, didn't have that. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, he was a writer for it. And uh, this guy actually, after he left the army, he became a a significant writer of uh, music and and videos in uh, in Los Angeles. So there was a there's always a creative element. I'm certain it's your when you were there, there was probably a, a creative tinge of people there there were and uh, you know I, I was i was in the uh the sort of the music part of it the drum and bugle core stuff and all that kind of thing and and people that uh, that shot off from that uh, were were very talent talented and it was amazing they i remember got, when i, I remember mm-hmm. in, in our company we had a, a transfer student or not a transfer you would have a visiting student from other academies yes they would come in and we had a guy in our company from the air force academy okay and nice guy Nice guy. All right. Well, we could talk about the academies. Let's talk comedy. Okay. So you're performing. Sorry, you're performing tonight and tomorrow night at Egyptian Theater. Do you yes, know Jody Miller? My whole routine is on the academy. <laughs> it's a great okay, routine. We'll be there. Well, then they'll get it. Then. Do you ever? So you're performing tonight and tomorrow night with Jody Miller. Do you know Jody? Have you performed with no, her before? No, I haven't. All right. I'm uh, looking forward to. The, All right. Uh, so we'll uh, leave that to people but can read her bio plus on. Plus, this is. Line. A, I love a theater show. Right. Well, I think you'll enjoy no performing at the Egyptian seen, huh? too. It's a it's a very very intimate little theater, and, and connection with the audience is right there. Just like uh, the the stuff that you were talking about, I, I think you'll enjoy performing there. So. Do you have a um, some in your back pocket ways of dealing with hecklers? Like this one always works to shut someone down, or do we not want to give it say, away? I would there? say that there was a time early in my career when it was all about having a couple of lines in your pocket that you could throw on someone. But at this point, I'm very comfortable in front of people, and uh, it's very loosey-goosey. So it's like you never—it's—it's it's a high wire act. You never know what's going to happen, and I have—I have a way. It's just that I can—I like—I like dealing with things not from any kind of a stock line, oh, okay, right. but just from what the moment happens to be, and uh, it's—I'm uh, not really worried about it. Most of the time, when someone heckles me, I'm, it means that they care enough. That they want to get involved. They don't really heckle me. Yeah, generally, I, just, I think people aren't trying to like yeah, I don't have put any, you down as much as they they feel like yeah. they they want to be part of what the show and they think they're funny de- enough. In my delivery, I have a tendency to have pregnant pauses that they think involves I'm waiting for them to speak. 
right. and they feel comfortable enough to actually start answering. You know, you got to be careful with rhetorical questions yes. when you're a stand-up. I've always worried, been a little bit anxious about going to comedy routines because I've seen comedy routines where the where the comedian actually picks on people in the audience, and then and if I'm in the front row or anywhere close, then I might get picked, and then there was a time <laughs> that that was part of what I did. Uh huh. You know, I I was I was ruthless, <laughs> and um, not that way anymore. Maybe New York people uh, like that. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know it was that so much. I just had a bad attitude, you know. Like, <laughs> you know, a lot of times, you know, you're, you're doing 10 shows a week or whatever. You have a bad day, you know. You can't take it out on the guy at the grocery store the way you can on the guy in the front row. <laughs> but those days, oh, I don't, so there's I don't an really ulterior motive. I don't participate in that uh, way of living anymore. But it made it so I'm, I'm not uncomfortable if something happens. Well, that's good. But we're Ru- looking forward Rudy's to afraid show. he'll be uncomfortable. That's uh, funny that you say you use the word anxiety about well, comedy. You know, that's yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, it just uh, happened uh, once or twice, I guess, somewhere <laughs> along the way. And I was like, man, if I go to a comedy show, I might get picked, and then then I'll have to, you know, I couldn't answer. Possibly and I could get, buy a I ticket for a seat further back. <laughs> In the Nutty Professor with uh, Eddie Murphy, his character, when he's overweight, goes to a comedy club, and somebody is ripping on him and he's taking it and taking it and then it's okay that's enough that's enough but it's it it, it that's one thing that makes the show ex- a, a, a performance like that exciting is you never know what's going to happen you know what i'm saying it's it's really yeah. a, it's a high wire act you're not you're not going in and watching a movie it's like i, I even you said I, I don't go to comedy routines yeah the you know, word that's, routine that's, that's was al- a little that's weird it's almost like when, when your mother would say do that little sketch <laughs> you know it's uh, it's really it's a comedy show and, uh, uh, but anything could happen. And it will. And in, case, <laughs> in case you're just joining us, we're speaking with Ross Bennett, who is a comedian from New York, Western New York, who Hornell. is going to be... Hornell. Hornell. H-O-R-N-E-L-L. Not, Hornell. Not Cornell. Hornell with Hornell. an H, a small town just on the outskirts of a Walmart. Right. Okay. There you go. And uh, so he'll be performing at the Egyptian Theater tonight and tomorrow night. Ross Bennett. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. And uh, people want more tickets uh, or more information, they can go to parkcityshows.com. And uh, we'll be right back with weekend events. Great. Matt here from San Francisco Design. Since the start of our business in 1990, we have been supporting KPCW. We offer home decor for Park City and Salt Lake and feature modern furnishings from around the world. Whether you're looking to furnish an entire home or just redecorating a single room, we can help with our in-house design team. Located on Bonanza Drive and on the web at sanfrandesign.com. I'm Lucas Nelson of Lucas Nelson and Promise of the Real. You're listening to KPCW Radio in Park City, which is what I always listen to when I'm in Park City. If you enjoy quality community radio that's real, stay tuned right here to KPCW. The weekend events right now. PRCA Ram Wilderness Circuit Rodeo Finals are going on in Heber this weekend at the Wasatch County Event Center. Nonstop action takes place in the indoor arena to top 12 cowboys and cowgirls in each event, riding, roping, and tying. Get the full schedule and ticket information at wasatchcountyevents.com. Before we move on, you got any music that goes under this? Yes. Can you turn it up? I can't even hear it. Coming up. Here we go. Give me the funk. Come on. There we go. There we go. All right. There we go. Okay. 
Tonight is the last night of Night Walk Hollywood Horrors Haunted House in Heber, so if you haven't had enough scares yet, those monster actors will give you the last and best fright night after 7 p.m. tonight. Once you tire of that jack-o'-lantern that's, <laughs> mine's frozen on the front steps, take it to the Recycle Center on Woodbine Way and send it and all the others to a giant compost heap that'll love those nutrients. Collections are accepted today until November 15th. And at the Egyptian Theater tonight and tomorrow night, it's stand-up comedy with Jody Miller and Ross Bennett at 8 p.m. nightly. Find tickets and information about their shows at parkcityshows.com. We spoke with Ross Bennett just a little bit ago on our last interview segment, and uh, thank you, Ross, for that. Park City Film is screening Honeyland tonight and tomorrow night at the Jim Sandy Auditorium at 8 p.m. and Sunday at 6 the Park City Ski Swap starts tonight and continues through the weekend at the Basin Rec Fieldhouse at Kimball Junction. This is the largest single fundraiser it's Park, C- Park City Ski and Snow- uh, Snowboard puts on. It opens tonight at 8 p.m. and on Saturday and Sunday at 10 a.m. There's still time to drop off your consignment items today until 4 p.m. Artique Art Gathering in Camas is celebrating the Day of the Dead today from 6 to 9 p.m. And they ask you to bring a photo of a loved one who has passed for their altar. For live music tonight, Seth Friedman of Carl Denson's Tiny Universe will be at the cabin with Rick Gerber all, with the Rick Gerber All-Star Band. The proper way is at Silver Star Cafe. Rage Against the Supremes is at the Spur. That's the end of today's events. Let's talk about tomorrow, Saturday. You can join the Swanner Preserve and Eco Center's Saturday morning nature walk. This and every Saturday until November 30th. It's from 8.30 to 10 a.m. Explores the Swanner Preserve's wetlands, and you do it with a guide. Sign up and get more details at swannerecocenter.org. And here's one for the collectors at the Epic Promise Yard Sale on Munchkin Road from 7 a.m. to noon, selling trail maps, trail signs, gondola cabins, and more. Uh, reduce and reuse ski resort equipment and put it right into your Park City home. The library's books to movie series with Park City Film. They're showing Nancy Drew in the Hidden Staircase tomorrow at 4 p.m. It's a free screening. It's for kids of all ages. And for All Souls Day celebration, St. Mary's Church will show the funny tear-jerker Disney Pixar film Coco at 6.30 p.m. at St. Mary's Church. Again, that's Saturday evening following Mass. Bring chairs and mats to sit on. For music on the town tomorrow night, Belinda Carlisle is at DeJoria Center. That's Belinda Carlisle from the Go-Go's. The nightcaps are at the cabin, Small House Strings at Silver Star Cafe. At Flanagan's on Main, they're doing a Dio de los Muertos party with live music by Shuffle. And Wasatch Revival is at Oshucks at Quarry Village. And that's it for weekend events. We're back in the studio with Brooke McIntosh, who is our musical guest. Hey, Brooke. (laughs) Hey, can we call you Brooke? Are you going by Madame now? What is that? (laughs) Madame Brooklyn. What is that? I'm Madam when I have Madam um, when I play with other people, um, and I tease people now. It's like you can call me Madam if you're nasty. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's just to separate your um, your branding out a little bit. Pretty much, and it's kind of like you know, it it kind of encapsulates me and and the things that I've been doing with my life, and you know, um, so before I get into all of that secretive stuff, I just decided it was going to be in a name, and it can be mysterious, or you can ask me, and I'll tell you. So All right. In case you missed earlier, we're speaking with Brooke McIntosh in our, live in our studio today. Tell us about, oh, you know, I, we were talking on the phone briefly, and um, 
you're in Morgan these days. That's right. Beautiful. And that made me start thinking about Morgan being maybe a little bit of a hotbed for some musicians because we've had several um, musical guests that are living in Morgan. And what is it? Is it the wide open skies? Is it the maybe a cheaper cost of living? Your Tom part Petty, way wide to open spaces, right? Yeah. I mean, I think it's just the privacy. It's the uh, it's the respite. You just get to go and rest. You know, and it's not like it's totally out, not close to anything. You're you're equidistant probably to Ogden and um, that down that canyon and coming you're this way. Thirty minutes from anything. <laughs> from anything. If, if I mean, if you're going anywhere, um, it's at least thirty minutes. Oh. Yeah. So it's not. It's just thirty minutes. It's at least it's thirty at minutes. Least thirty <laughs> minutes. I mean, we're five minutes from the nearest gas station. That's about all. <laughs> yeah. All right. You're liking it out there. That's good. Oh, I love it. It's good, maybe a good creative space. Yeah, there's been some amazing musicians out there. I, I'm, I might have mentioned that uh, I know Post Malone has a place out there. And wow. I mean, I think it's maybe just a party place. He's not out there all the time, but they've sent out uh, information on the newspaper. And Morgan, uh, you know, you guys, he's a real nice guy and he wants to be friendly, but you can't stalk him. <laughs> They put that in the newspaper? <laughs> Pretty much. Not in those <laughs> words, but in their own words. And, um, and then, yeah, one of my favorite artists, uh, I found out after he became one of my favorite artists, is he used to live out there too, Ray LaMontagne. What? Yeah. I get to go see him. In, yeah, he's playing awesome. at the Eccles Theater. We play him in. all the time on this station. Yeah, oh, and, there, and he's got a concert of, um, coming up in the Eccles Theater in Salt Lake. He's definitely one of my favorites. Wow. Yeah. Who cool. knew? Right. All right. Well, here's another one of the famous musicians from Morgan, Burke McIntosh. What are you going to play for us? This is one that I'm recording in the studio with Terrence Hansen right now, who is uh, in Europe right now on tour, but he plays a double neck guitar. You He's know a it. frequent musical <laughs> guest. Yeah. He's amazing. Um, and he decided he wanted to help me with this song, and uh, we're recording it in his home studio. It's called Into You. Burke McIntosh, live on the Morning Mix. Oh, oh, oh. 
let this happen Naturally Let the sun in When I'm with you I'm in heaven Now a daydream What could be Or change my direction On a new path Made my decision Baby, with you in my new vision Baby, you've shown me you're all You're all that I need Cause you've got the right moves Reeling me in with your slow groove I'll let you in, let me tell you You're listening to Brooke McIntosh, and you're listening to The Morning Mix with Christy and Rudy on KPCW. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Bob Richer, chairperson of the KPCW Board of Trustees. We created the Broadcasters Club, and thanks to you, it's been a terrific success. We continue to strive to enhance our local news coverage, provide informative community-based journalism, and serve as your voice of the Wasatch back. KPCW plays a special role in defining the place we all love. Thanks for your help and support. For more information about becoming a Broadcasters Club member, please contact Jennifer at 649-9004, extension 307, or jennifer at kpcw.org. We're joined on the phone by our next guest, Del Mack, uh, from the PCR. I just lost my sheet. Can I? <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's the Professional Rodeo Cal- Cowboy Association. Yeah, wilderness Circuit. Yeah, wilderness there we go. Circuit. 
Sorry, I had to write your phone number on the back of my um, script and hand it to Bob to get you on the phone. So thanks for joining oh. us. Um, and I'm, I'm interested in the fact that wilderness is in the title of this event. Can you explain how that works into the rodeo finals? Yes, our wilderness circuit, um, the way wilderness is in there, because our boundaries go from the Salmon River in Idaho up to Boise, Idaho, southeast Idaho, and Utah, and all of Nevada. So the wilderness area, the United States of America is divided up into 12 different circuits, and they all have different names depending uh-huh. on where they're located. Okay. It doesn't have to do with the type of events that are in it. No, it's your typical seven PRCA rodeo events from bareback riding, team roping, tie-down roping, to bull riding. And I would also think that it's um, rodeo seems to me like it's more of a summer thing. And now that, you know, this is into November, is it is rodeo year-round? Yes. Um, the fiscal year starts in October and ends uh, naturally the end of September every year. Our contestants qualify throughout the year with rodeos based within the geographic area that I just mentioned with our three states. And then the top 12 in each event qualify to come to our circuit finals. And that's why we have it here in um, Wasatch County Event Center, because it's an indoor rodeo. Ah, so that's probably why I was thinking it's a summer thing. I've only been to outdoor rodeos, but that is a fantastic facility they have over there. Do you know how many, like, how many people it seats? Uh, there seats eighteen hundred max. Wow! Yeah, that's, that's well, substantial. Well, if you're just joining us, we're speaking with Del Mark of the Professional Wilderness uh, Circuit, the Professional Rodeo Cowboy Association, and that includes Utah, Nevada, and Southern Idaho. And uh, so, Del, the, the top twelve contestants in each event, they qualify for the. Uh, uh, for this this event, and that's taking place uh, right now at the Wasatch Community Events uh, Center in Heber. And what are the dates for that? Uh, the dates were we started last night with our first performance, and then we run through Saturday, um, November second. Doors open at six p.m. The rodeos at seven p.m. And then the year-end winner, uh, an average from of the uh, finals, uh, qualified to compete uh, in a national finals uh, circuit. Uh, I understand. And where is that being held? That is in Kissimmee, Florida, where it's nice and sunshiny and warm this time of year, where we all should be. Um, but they qualify for that at the end of um, April. At the end of April? Okay. Yes, sir. Wait, so what happens between now and the end of April? Well, there's various rodeos that go on throughout um, the United States of America. The big one coming up national, naturally is the National Finals Circuit Rodeo, which our PRCA Wilderness Circuit Finals have many, many national finals qualifying cowboys and cowgirls that are competing right here gotcha and then there's texas rodeos kicks off you know the 2020 season has already been kicked off with california rodeos and texas rodeos and some of the um, southeast united states rodeos i want to ask a couple rodeo event questions that i i'm not familiar with and maybe some of the listeners in our area don't know when they do the barrel racing what what are the finer points what's happening there well with the barrel racing them girls they want to be in tune with their horses and they want to it's like anything else it's a speed event as you know so the tighter you can make a turn around that barrel the faster you're going to do straight lines diagonals raining you know it's all just a matter of one hundredth of a second 
that they do. And so you want to make sure that they don't knock over any barrels. They keep all three barrels standing up. They run it in a clover leaf pattern. And so that's one of the important things to make sure that you keep all the barrels standing up. For every barrel they do knock down, it's a five-second penalty added on to their overall well, That's substantial. Time. Yes, five seconds. Yeah, you knock a barrel over, there went your paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. What's your favorite event, Rudy? Well, uh, you know, uh, I like the steer wrestling. And, and uh, you know, I, I was looking at the... Uh, the uh, uh, winnings from the 2018 uh, standings and and uh, what the what the amounts were and stuff for for the uh, different uh, winners and stuff like that. And it looked to me like the steer wrestling uh, person got less than than some of the other people, like bareback and stuff like that. So is that um, is is that just a misprint or or did I read that right? No, Rudy, um, you actually read that right. And in, in every event has a different entry fee. So based on the number of contestants. The entry fee, you know, it all adds up, and then they added monies including in there. So, say in some of the team roping, they may have 100 contestants, not at our rodeo, but, you know, they may go to an event that's got 100 contestants in the team roping, where in the steer wrestling, they may only have 50. So that money is calculated back in there, and then more guys may win, you know, more money throughout the season versus the top guys in the team roping events so that's accumulated throughout all the different rodeos that they attend so that also makes it sound like to throw a good rodeo you need to be throwing a rodeo that a lot of people want to come compete in well to throw a rodeo and put a big rodeo on yes prize money is obviously um the number one thing but also atmosphere the title the belt buckles for example our contestants to win the year end they will receive a trophy saddle we give them um, high-quality leather coats from our sponsors. They receive belt buckles and being able to advance to the national, um, excuse me, finals in Kissimmee, Florida, the Ram National Circuit Finals. You know, there's lots of extra money and incentives that they can win at that location. Gotcha. And do you know? Are there still tickets um, available? Yes. Um, for Friday and Saturday night, but I would recommend they're very limited up there. You know what I mean? It's been a great success the last few years. We have sold out on Friday and Saturday night. Mm. So please get online and purchase your tickets as soon as possible. Okay, and the website is wasatchcountyevents.com to get to the... um and to get to the the Wasatch County Event Center and to see, uh, there's video on there. It's very thrilling to watch um, the things that are going on and so other events coming up as well. The ticket link is right there. Um, what's your background that got you into um, producing rodeos? Um, actually, rodeoed when I was younger and everything else, but there became a point in my life when I knew I wasn't good enough to compete um, <laughs> on a professional level. And so I um, grew up in southeast Idaho and... Um, Loved it due to some family commitments and family being associated with it. So as I got older, you know, I just continued on. But now I just, you know, a compassion for the sport, watching the athletes. But not only our human athletes, but our animal athletes. They're so, you know, they're born to, to buck the bareback horses and the bronc horses and the bulls. You know, they're bred just like high-dollar um, horse races. And so, and to watch the contestants, and it's a... We're a big family in the rodeo world, and everybody's there to help everybody. There won't be another sport that you go to that you see one of your fellow competitors that are helping 
trying to help you, and that guy may beat you. And it's um, that's what it's about. It's the Western heritage, keeping the tradition alive, and that's what makes it fun. I did notice on the website there was um, it listed where the animals were coming from, and that was interesting to yeah. me. So I'm sure that that's a whole um, hierarchy too. Like people know like who produces good. I love the what you said, born to buck. <laughs> who produces yes. good bulls and broncs and that's yeah, that's a whole other industry. It is, and it it, it is, and they you know they they've raised them now they have documentation you know pedigrees just like our genealogy for each one of these athletes and we do have throughout our circuit the cowboys pick the top athletes they vote on which animal athletes they would like to bring to our circuit finals with our various different stock contractors that compete within our boundaries of our wilderness circuit you know we have them from wyoming powder river we have barty rodeo chester utah we have Diamond G Rodeo, which is represented out of southern Utah, is their home bases. And then we also have our tie-down um, tie down cattle, team roping cattle and steer rep, and cattle that come from three different contractors. And they've been voted on because they're the best, the best. The better your ath- animal athlete is, the better the cowboys and cowgirls have an opportunity, you know, to be to win their event. Right, put everybody at their best spot. Well, thank yeah. you so much for talking to us, Del. Um, the if people want to go see the um, rodeo, the Ram Wilderness Circuit Rode- Finals Rodeo it's tonight and tomorrow night, and it's at Wasatch County Event Center. And they can go online to wasatchcountyevents.com, see the ticket link, and get more details there. So thanks for joining us on the show today. Thanks for having us come out and support our athletes. Thanks, Wasatch County. Appreciate you guys. Excellent. Thank you for your call in. And you're listening to The Morning Mix on KPCW. Christy and Rudy here, and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Katie Wang from Park City Film, inviting you to gather up your friends, family, and favorite popcorn bowl, and come on over to the Santee Auditorium to see the finest and independent film in a unique community setting. Who knows? You might even win something in the raffle. Films are rolling now, so check out our calendar at parkcityfilm.org, and then join us on Friday and Saturday nights at 8 p.m. or Sundays at 6 p.m. Park City Film is a member-supported nonprofit organization and sponsor of KPCW's Friday Film Review. Hey, Sheldon. Yeah, John? What are you doing this Saturday night from 7 to 8 p.m.? Well, I'm tuning in to KPCW's Minor Details Show. It's a show by, for, and about minors to hear the voice of the high school community. Listen to Minor Details every Saturday night from 7 to 8 p.m. We take requests, so call in at 435-655-TALK. Minor Details is also sponsored in part by the Park City UPS Stores and Miller Orthodontics. Tune in this Saturday from 7 to 8 p.m. Hi, Dan Dearden here, owner of Just Right Air, sponsor of KPCW Programming. Just Right Air has been advising Park City area homeowners to repair, replace, and maintain their heating and air conditioning since 2004. Details at JustRightAir.com. What a great show today. We want to thank our sponsors, as always, Squatters Roadhouse Grill and Wasatch Brew Pub, San Francisco Design, and Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Utah Properties. We've got time for one more song from our musical guest, Brooke McIntosh, or Madam McIntosh. <laughs> Either way, gets you to the same website. <laughs> Whatever my name is. So, Brooke, what, what song are we going to hear this time? Well, this is one I'm recording right up here with Jody Whiteside's. Um, it's called Divine Intervention. Never since we met 
Macintosh on the morning mix on KPCW Park City. It's 10 o'clock, NPR News is next, and then music all morning after that.